even when the rest of the world is changing really quickly or we're really anxious or worried about other things, we don't have to be anxious or worried about that because God never forgets to bring the sun up and he's not gonna forget about us. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's wonderful, never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is a creator and recovering perfectionist, and she knows those overwhelming feelings as a parent or as a business owner that she's not doing anything right. Anyone else identify? You can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. There's wonderful wisdom from Elizabeth Elliot for this, an antidote to feelings of being overwhelmed. Quote, have you had the experience of feeling as if you've got far too many burdens to bear, far too many people to take care of, far too many things on your list to do? You just can't possibly do it, and you get in a panic, and you just want to sit down and collapse in a pile and feel sorry for yourself. Well, I've felt that way a good many times in my life, and I go back over and over again to an old Saxon legend, which I'm told is carved in an old English parsonage somewhere by the sea. I don't know where this is, but this is a poem which was written about that legend. The legend is called, Do the Next Thing. The poem says, Do it immediately, do it with prayer. Do it reliantly, casting all care. Do it with reverence, tracing his hand, who placed it before thee with earnest command. Stayed on omnipotence, safe neath his wing. Leave all resultings, do the next thing. That is a wonderfully saving truth. Just do the next thing. What is the next thing for you to do? Small duties, perhaps. Jobs that nobody will notice as long as you do them. A dirty job that you would get out of if you could have your own preferences. Are you asked to take some great responsibility which you really don't feel qualified to do? You don't have to do the whole thing right this minute, do you? I can tell you one thing that you do have to do right this minute. It's the one thing that is required of all of us every minute of every day. Trust in the living God. End quote. So what is the next thing? Is it making your bed? Or doing the dishes? Or putting on your shoes? Or going on a walk? How freeing is that? Do the next thing. Our guest today knows only too well the truth of what Elizabeth Elliot shared. Author, entrepreneur, mother, Emily Lay shares with us the wisdom she's learned through her own experience. That whatever the stresses or anxieties we're feeling right now, if we feel overwhelmed, if we feel like we're sinking under all the things we have to do, for us to remember that we have a God who never forgets about us, who is always with us, who always makes the sun rise, no matter how busy or afraid, or if there's a pandemic. What an encouragement. I can't wait for you to hear from her. So without further ado, please welcome my friend, and now yours, Emily Lay. 
My name is Emily Lay, and I am the founder of a company called Simplified. And we have been making planners and organizational tools for busy women since 2008. I'm also an author of a whole lot of books. I am a podcast host of the Simplified podcast. And when I'm not doing those things, or I guess while I'm doing those things, I am a mom to three kids. I have twins who are seven, Tyler and Caroline, and my oldest, Brady, is 11. So my devotional is called Sure as the Sunrise, and it is 100 days of morning meditations um, all about the promise of who God truly is. It all kind of came from this experience that I had during COVID times, uh, during the pandemic, when we were all quarantined at home and everything was up in the air. My kids' school was shut down. Uh, we were having all kinds of supply chain issues with, uh, with work and just everything was confusing and scary and changing very quickly. And we were all just trying to do the absolute best we could for our people and for our jobs and everything. And so I went to bed every night just completely stressed out. And uh, we live on Pensacola Bay and every morning out our back doors, we can see the sunrise. And it was just this repetitious experience where I would wake up every morning and walking to the coffee pot, look out the back doors and see the sun rising. And it could be a rainy day, it could be a beautiful day, um, it could be a good day or a hard day, but that sun always came up. And I just started saying, look, God brought the sun up again. Like everything else is hard, everything else is confusing but God's still bringing the sun up. So he hasn't forgotten you. I am such a fixer by nature, I'm very much a recovering perfectionist, but um, I'm also a fixer. If there's a problem, I just, I wanna fix it. And I will stay up late, I will work hard, I will, I will do whatever I have to do to get to the solution. And there have just been times in my life where, where God has taken me through things and kind of taught me like there's some things you can't do anything about and you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other you just have to keep waking up every morning remembering what's true and what's not true and keep going and um I think that that time was one of them I think back to going through infertility you know trying to have kids and that was another another time where I just kept saying like can't can't someone just like give me the, the exact pill or the exact procedure or the exact whatever and they're there was none of that. It was just, I had to just keep walking the path. And he was there all along. He, he didn't forget about me then either. I feel like I see God's mercy and delight in my life in the little things that often go overlooked when we're really, really busy. It's, you know, my kids spending four hours folding paper airplanes and throwing them off our second floor balcony. You know, that's just, sometimes I, I wonder if we're doing anything right as parents. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you turn around and they're the best of friends and they're doing something so creative and fun together and encouraging each other and helping each other. Um, I think it's also in, you know, just seeing like the sunrise, for example, like seeing something so beautiful. And it just reminds me like, 
how on earth could that come from anywhere other than a God who just cares about you so much and has so much power and so much beauty to show you? Um, yeah, I think it's in the little things. And I also think that we can discover them on our own if we stop and slow down long enough to see that they're there. Because they're there. We just sometimes are moving so fast, they're a blur. I'll be reading from the Jesus Storybook Bible, and here is a little context. Noah has loaded all the animals into the ark two by two, and God's just shut the door of the big boat. Okay, here we go. It started raining for minutes that joined up into hours, that joined up into days, that joined up into weeks and weeks. And the rain joined up into puddles, that joined up into rivers, that joined up into lakes, that joined up into a flood that covered the whole world. Their boat that had once seemed so big suddenly seemed very small. But in the middle of the huge storm, in the crashing waves, in all the thunder and lightning, through it all, God was with them. And God kept them safe for 40 long days and 40 long nights. Finally, the rain stopped. The sun came out and Noah threw open all the windows. Hooray, everyone shouted. Noah sent his dove out to explore, and it wasn't long before she brought him back a fresh olive leaf. Everyone knew exactly what that meant. She had found a tree and land. The water was going down. At last, the boat landed quite suddenly on top of a great mountain. As soon as it was safe, God said, Out you come! And so they did, everyone skipping and dancing onto dry land. The first thing Noah did was to thank God for rescuing them, just as he had promised. And the first thing God did was make another promise. I won't ever destroy the world again. And like a warrior who puts away his bow and arrow at the end of a great battle, God said, See, I have hung up my bow in the clouds. And there in the clouds, just where the storm meets the sun, was a beautiful bow made of light. It was a new beginning in God's world. I feel very much that that passage is a great example of God fulfilling his promises. And he, he sh truly showing us who he is as unchanging, unfaltering, even in the absolute hardest of times. And it doesn't always mean that, you know, he's going to fix our problems right away. Sometimes he needs us to walk through them with him. And then at the end, we can kind of see what he's been working in us. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com. And follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.
Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.